Thank you guys for joining us again on another week of Deaf Dialogue. Please continue to stream us on all major platforms wherever podcasts are available and check us out on Instagram at Deaf Dialogue. Now let's get to the show. Let's kick this shindig off. Episode three, Deaf Dialogue. Welcome back. Greatest show on podcasting worlds. My name is Dave, one of the hosts, along with Wes and Kyle. We are the best looking hosts in the world. I want to start off by saying um, Valentine's Day has come and gone. Um, Tell you guys what we got into on Valentine's Day. We went down. There was a tattoo parlor in Charleston that was having a little promotion go down you spend a hundred bucks for two people and you get a tattoo you get a free burger and a beer from the brewery next door of course other tattoo shops have done promotions like this before and it's insane you have to get there hours and hours before the shop opens because everybody and their mom is going to be there too so we went in thinking the same thing. The shop opened at 12. We got there at 10 in the rain, freezing cold. No one else was there. We stood there for maybe like an hour and uh, somebody rolled up and I think he was the owner of the shop. And he's like, hey, you, know, you guys know we don't open for another hour. We're like, yeah, we're here for the Valentine's Day special. And he's like, oh, well we'll just take your name and number and call you (laughs) as if no one else is going to come. So we sat and waited in the car and people, I kid you not, people showed up 10 minutes before they opened. We sat there for two hours, Uh, but luckily we got in first and they were like, Oh, you were first on the list. Like, let's get you in and out. And we signed our paperwork and yeah, we went and got little tattoos. Uh, I got a Mickey head. She got uh, Minnie's head. L'Oreal's first, I would say official tattoo. She got tattooed on her ankle, um, but it. When she was in prison. When she was, it was a prison tap. Yeah. Um, it's teardrops on her ankle of all the people that she's curb stomped. But okay. yeah, she, she handled it well. It was, uh, <laughs> it was, it was cool. And then we went next door, got our food uh, at the brewery and uh, man, it was kick ass. Place is huge. They had live music food was ridiculous it was dope it was really cool that's cool yeah i don't did, have a, did you guys do anything special for your wife exciting story like that <laughs> <laughs> maybe i should have gone last wes you can you can go uh, so what day was valentine's day what day of the week sunday okay. we on saturday nope i lied to you friday uh, I don't know if we even talked about it last episode, but we uh, we had some wine, sat on the couch, and watched a money and marriage class, uh, and it was mostly about marriage, but I don't know. We don't get time to do anything ever, and you can't go anywhere right now, so it was like, <laughs> it was legit like a, a date night, but it was at home, uh, and it was, I think we're going to do something similar. Uh, this weekend we'll do it 
tomorrow. Um, I did have like on Saturday, and this is because I'm a bad husband and I don't think, uh, but the CEO of my last company called um, while I was like coming back from getting groceries. He was like, hey man, I'm gonna be in town. Um, you know, I know you're happy at your job, but you know, I just want to catch up and throw some ideas by you. Um, you know, can we get dinner tomorrow? And I was like, yeah, that sounds cool. And I came home and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go get dinner. And my wife's like, mm, are you? And I was like, yeah. And like, we don't really celebrate Valentine's Day um, because we love each other every day. But every single uh, day. <laughs> and she was like, are you? Are you really? And I was like, I'm forgetting something. <sighs> and yeah, so I called him back and I was like, how dare you make me look like this? Uh, yeah, I mean, nothing special. And we're just absorbed by working kids right now. So some glasses of wine. Yeah, man. What yeah. about you, Tom? Yeah. Um, kid, toddler life. And <laughs> I don't know. Um, no, we didn't really do much. I did manage to surprise Kelsey with a gift, though. I feel like I'm always a terrible gift giver. What husband isn't? <laughs> She's uh, always... It's a big box. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, like that's my go-to. <laughs> It's not much, but I'm proud of it. Um, anyways. <laughs> she's always, you know, headphones in or whatever when she's doing things like that, um, grocery shopping or even just walking dog or I don't know, whatever. Always in and out. And I was like, you know, she would really love some AirPods, but she's like never talked about them, asked about them or anything like that. And I was like, I'm going to get them and just like, you know, I think she'll really appreciate them. And then it went over really well. She, she has used them a lot in the, the week that she's had them. Uh, and I told her that I was getting her something and I was like, but you're never gonna, you, you have no idea what it's gonna be just to, so she, it's been a few, she's been a few days of, uh, you know, guessing. And I was like, you're not, mm -hmm. not, it's not <laughs> happening. No, we didn't really do much though. It was Friday, that storm. I don't know. We've had so many snowstorms and ice and whatever but yeah. i feel like it snowed that friday before and i remember saturday i was driving around because the ice had covered i have a steep driveway and the ice had covered the driveway i didn't do a good enough job the day before clearing it and we all as a family were walking down the driveway to go to the car that was at the bottom of it to go out for a little bit not realizing that there was black ice on the driveway and i fell luckily <laughs> i had already gotten them to the side and they were on the snow because we all, I immediately, I was in front of them and I was like, this is slick, like stop right there. And then we slowly <laughs> moved over to get into the snow for track, for traction. And then as I'm like trying to adjust and to figure out what I'm doing, I like fell on my knee and that was great. So then I spent like two hours driving around in freezing rain, trying to find ice melt. Um, Cause you know, whenever a storm like this happens, every store runs out, like yeah. don't oh, yeah, stock, enough stock of it. Do you but think I, when you fall in front of your family, like your wife and your child, that like just, I mean, just the smallest amount of like respect and attraction <laughs> just chips away oh, yeah. oh, oh, to this and you're just. Yes. Yeah. I, I felt like so embarrassed and mad all at the same time. Like so much what happened in that like five seconds of me hitting the ground and was my knee was hurting. Ball? What? 
Was it a slow fall? Those are my favorite videos to watch of people like taking forever to. <laughs> no, it wasn't quite like that, but like it did feel like it was in slow motion because I I felt it, but I thought I was going to catch myself, but it wasn't enough of that like flailing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Kelsey was like right next to me. I'm so glad I didn't take her down when yeah. I fell, like because I kind of grabbed. You know how you just naturally grab when you're falling. <laughs> yeah. Selfish person does that. Oh yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> No, and I thought like our, I was like, we talked about, I was like, you know, that was kind of nice. You know, we had our little date night and then she goes back to school, she's a teacher and she texts me a picture of a box of chocolates that her, one of her students got her. I was like, wow, divorce. I was like, man, your students are better than your husband. No reply all day. And I was like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> sucks. So lesson. nine-year-old just stole your girl. And I've eaten most of the chocolate. <laughs> We've been, I guess, binging, but it's taken us a few weeks to watch Friday Night Lights, the series. Uh, I mean, I think both of us have seen it before. I know I have, but we've been, so we've been rewatching that. And I think- Does I think it have what, anything to do with the movie? It's based off of, I mean, that's where the story came from. I don't know if the story, the, I don't know if it was a book or something like that before. I have no idea, but. I think that's what we did Sunday night. I honestly can't remember. That's bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't miss snow, man. Fuck all that. I do not miss it. It's cold enough here. It's like 45. I'm like, I'm freezing. Yeah, I really, man, I really don't like it at all. And I think it's mainly because it impacts my job. But I don't know. I used to get so much joy out of it when I was a kid. It was like, like Christmas. Yeah, no. All all of that is gone. Ever since snow days are not a thing anymore, it's like okay, I'm done with it. Done. Yeah. Yeah. February is a tough month. I'm realizing the older I get, February. It's a a shitty month. It's just like cold, dark. Like it's a depressing month. That's all there is to it. Don't you think it's screwed up that America made? The cold, shitty, short, dark month, Black History Month. Like we did that, like subconsciously. <sighs> I never thought what about haven't that. we fucked up, you know? That's true. That's, did you that's guys hear? Bad. This is this is a factional conspiracy theory that China caused this winter storm in Texas. Oh really? Google it. It's facts. Yeah. But it's a conspiracy. But it's factual conspiracy. It's factual. Yeah, it's fact. It's a factional conspiracy theory. <laughs> well, that's cool. I don't think that. But <laughs> our, oh, our dog, uh, on a related topic, our dog um, will drink too fast and then run over and throw up all the water that she drank and uh, thought she threw up on my foot earlier. Thought I had some foot vomit, but I was in the clear. That's the best kind of vomit? Sure. <laughs> Sounds like me in college. Yeah. Sounds like every day for Post Malone. Rest in peace. Yeah. I got you. Okay. My, my cousin posted a Jelly Roll video on Facebook the other day, and I haven't listened to a lot of him, but I've listened to some or whatever, and I didn't listen to the song, but I guess it was maybe a sadder song of his. And my mom commented on it saying like how beautiful the song it was. I was like, 
dude. What's the first thing saying? Like it was, it was decent. We're um, gonna we're gonna call yeah, this segment uh, uh, music worth mentioning because uh, I feel like we could talk about this shit forever. Jelly Roll is a beast. That fool can rap. His his raps make sense too. He's not just saying random shit to rhyme. Like his it it's beautiful. And then he yeah his last one of the songs on his last album he straight up is singing that great voice super southern i really enjoy like his tone over things and he going back to what i said last week about seeing yellow wolf live and how he's better live he sounds just crisp and clear jelly roll opened he was one of the acts that opened for yellow wolf we saw like the shirts up in merch that were like sex drugs and jelly roll and i was like who the fuck is jelly roll and this big old dude come out on stage just a dj a guitarist i think he had a drummer and dude crazy i mean if it energy yeah energy this big dude like jumping around the stage it was fucking crazy i really enjoyed it and ever since been a, been a huge fan yeah the song that my cousin shared was save me, save me. yeah yeah, That's yeah. The one. i haven't listened to it i, I need to He's got like 4 million views or 40 million views. It might be 40. I forget. Just on that one song on YouTube right now. It's really awesome. Yeah. He's legit. Uh, shout out to Riff Raff. He lost his dog. Today. Yeah, it's, that's a bummer. It was, it was, I was reading it. I was, and like, I'm not a, a, a Riff Raff fan, but like just reading like what he wrote, I was like, oh man, <laughs> he took that one hard. That's right. I think is a, human being he's a a genuine guy i think yeah. riffraff as a character is yeah you know it's a hustle he's out there making his yeah. money yeah um but i think he's a human being he's he's, a, he's pretty genuine uh, yeah he was uh, on uh theo vaughn's podcast he was funny as shit yeah with a mullet oh man million dollar mullet <laughs> she is nuts dude. have so you seen good. his barber his barber is even worse dude it's like it's like have you seen on, Cruz mullet who? Ted Cruz has a mullet. Yeah, yeah, he does. That was so weird looking. It's what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> I don't know. And then he like was sneaking into Mexico. And I'm like, <laughs> crossing border. I mean, it was... he, he, <laughs> he rolled out. He's like, I'm, I'm done, dude. I'm he, he took his family, you know, <laughs> brought it across the border to better living. It's yeah. too cold. <laughs> How crazy is that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who hasn't snuck in the TJ? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, what a life. Um, also, it must so, be like, sorry, I'm just going to stay on Ted Cruz for just a second. The fact that oh, you fuck. can, uh, <laughs> that you, you're living the life, you have enough money to be like, oh, yes, girls, we can, we'll, we'll go to Mexico. You know, we can, let's go tonight. Yep. We, what, we can go whatever. on vacation right now. Yep. We'll grab dinner in Paris. Yeah. God. Must be, must be nice. One day. Yeah, man, that's what I'm thinking too. I'm trying to get like Logan. So, that. <laughs> Yellow Wolf and Caskey dropped a new album today. It's called Yellow Wolf and Black Sheep. It's 11 songs of ridiculousness. Crazy wordplay, great lyrics, great beats. Uh, they have a couple music videos that went along with it on YouTube. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. Really the, one, the one uh, been a problem. That was, that was the best video, I think. Was, yeah, man. And like 
their meat like their beats are ridiculous they're the way they flow is really good but like it's just it's just kind of fun like they don't they're not speaking to me like i don't do any of the shit that they do like i just yeah. wonder like if they if they hit a topic and had the beats and the flow like how good would that be i would but i mean that's their hustle and they just you know they've got a fan base and i, I get that but it's, like, mm-hmm. it's an every once in a while type of music for me but yeah like yeah that's the first time I'd heard Caskey, and I was like, eh, he's he's good. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know well, anything about he, Yellow Wolf, but Ariadne Grande has a new album out today, if you didn't know. Oh, oh no shit. Pretty good. Man, that chick can sing, man. She, she can, yeah. She's a beast. I haven't listened to it. I won't. <laughs> but I'm sure I'll get <laughs> away from that shit. They've force feed it to you but yeah yeah she, i mean she she can sing i get it Haley williams uh if you guys if you guys don't know lead singer of paramore i'm a big paramore fan she put out an album recently and it's it's pretty good it's really mellow it's really chill um but there was an interview that she went on and she mentioned kind of revamping paramore the band um because they haven't put out music for a few years um so that would be decade that would be awesome yeah that would be cool yeah yeah the um their paramore's last album where she i don't know if it was just her or the band as a whole put them in the direction of it but they kind of went back like 80s vibes and the first time i listened to it i was like i don't know and then the thing just grew on me and grew on me and it's just same way that's how the weekend album like his was very 80s uh yeah what's her name uh marley cyrus is like going in that direction and like yeah. she's she's only hanging out with like stevie nicks and joan jay what? i didn't like, know that yeah like it's That's all cool. like uh yeah, she know, did like, a reverting back she did over the i guess it came out in the fall or summer she did like a it's like an 80s rock album like it is it's good yeah it's, it's really good like, yeah and her country stuff, like there's a couple where like, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like just her and like two dudes um, and like a back, I think it's called Backyard Sessions actually. Um, and she just sings like country songs. She does like Jolene and like a couple, and like when she, when she gets over like the pop stuff and like yeah. goes like, oh, she's gonna be unbeatable. Yeah, so her, Kelsey, um we listened to her sister, Noah Cyrus, some too. Yeah. And she, ha- she has a couple, or at least one song with Leon Bridges, but like just killer voices. Like, and I feel like some of the songs I just don't like because they're just too poppy. I'm like, just strip all that BS away. And all of a yeah, sudden your voice is like, yeah, yeah, like I love her voice, but yeah. yeah. Miley's somewhere, yeah. I had no idea. I, I lean towards Kesha. Garbage. i don't have like any um recent albums that have come out except for a few weeks ago i sent this to dave last week um west you know who justin towns earl is Mm -mm. Uh, you know who steve earl is yeah oh yeah yeah so steve that's steve earl's son um but he passed away over the summer and he was one of my favorite musicians Hmm. And I guess right after um, 
he passed away, Steve Earle decided to cut a new album to kind of get through it. And he ended up like covering eight or 10 of his son's songs and then threw in a couple originals. And it's, I mean, if you like, you know, that kind of yeah folky outlawish country type stuff. I don't know. It's a weird yeah. mix yeah. of stuff, but really good. And there's a couple songs on it that are, especially the last track is like definitely a heavy song writing it. Like he said, he wrote it like the day after his son died, but like, it's pretty good to check it out. I, will I feel like, I feel like the same way with Circus Survive. Some of their songs are just like, what were you on when you wrote that shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, he's, his, his he's voice been on a lot. He's crazy. He, um, so that's actually a new thing that just came out. He just released a album this week of children's songs, just four songs, but, <laughs> uh, and they're pretty funny and like they sound like, um, I don't know if you I, ever listen to Anthony Green just him and not circus survive if not you should definitely go listen to his solo stuff but um it has that same sound like same melodies and rhythms and everything but with some funny goofy light songs instead of the heavy dark yeah uh dealing with a lot of inner struggle on his other songs yeah yeah uh, Corey taylor um lead singer slipping on that dude can actually like like sing, not just scream. And yeah. Aaron Lewis, like who I've always liked. But they're, you know, I just get in a rabbit hole on YouTube and yeah. Like, oh shit. And you find a bunch of acoustic and that's when they're at their best. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh. Look up when Corn and Slipknot performed together. They played it's a Beastie Boy song. Can't think of the name of it. If you just YouTube Corn and Slipknot, it'll come up. Yeah. And Corey, of course, Slipknot, they're all in their gear, their masks on. And Corey, he's only like, I don't know, he's like my height, he's short. And that full, just the whole stadium just rocking, dude. This little dude screaming. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he's another one, man. Just a good, natural voice. Very powerful. He can scream and, like, serenade. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't expect it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking up uh, 50 Cent and Eminem live when they performed together. And 50 Cent in his prime, just yeah, untouchable, yeah. man. That was a fun, fun couple years. Eminem yeah. <laughs> like, just did a uh, a remix of "Till I Collapse" with somebody. I can't remember who it was. What? Like just like today, I saw it, but I didn't get to watch it. Uh, I was like, oh, I need to go back and check that out. I can't remember who it was. Somebody you wouldn't have thought, I remember. I feel like I need you all to uh, enlighten me on the rap I should be listening to because I don't listen to a lot of it. Like the, the, the group or whatever that I listen to the most is Run the Jewels. And it's a good one. It, it's yeah. for, I, like, I like it a lot and I like a lot of what they're talking about. But also for some reason, it's one of the things that I like to listen to while working that like keeps me motivated and like I focus a lot when I'm listening to it because a lot of other stuff can pull me out like all of a sudden I'll be like you know either paying way too much attention to the music or I just like go off somewhere else instead of working we'll hook Mm -hmm. you up Dave it was Hobson oh yeah big fan of his too yeah dude is is weird as fuck but dude (laughs) like I I would I I can't imagine ever relating to him but his shit is deep I feel like 
if him and I knew each other, we would be best friends instantly. I fuck with him. He is a monster, dude. Just he. So Levi introduced him to me. He mm. was like, um, when Sag My Pants got, when that came song came out on YouTube, he's like, oh, you got to listen to Hobson. Instantly, he was like, oh, my God, this dude is a freak. Crazy talented. And he makes all his stuff, like, from scratch. He does everything. Every single beat, every lyric, he's producing it, writing it, creating it. J. Cole's the same all, all, all of his videos. J. Cole, same way. I'm sure Kendrick has a pretty heavy fingerprint in his music. I mean, J. Cole said, I'm like respect. the human body. I produce my own shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, Kyle, if you if you want, you know, a handful of artists to listen to, I mean, J. Cole would be one. Kendrick Lamar, Hobson, Nas. Well, that's going to be a fun weekend for you. I mean, yeah, dude. <laughs> How many do you want? Yeah, <laughs> How jealous. much time do you have? You know, so, like when you finish reading a good book and you're like asking a friend, have you ever read this? And they're like, no. And you're like, oh, I'm so jealous. Like, <laughs> you're going to go through it like I just did. Um, I'm trying I'm to think of the things you, the people you just said, Kendrick Lamar, of course, I've listened to. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know that I, I've, I've heard some J. Cole songs, but I haven't like sat down and like actually Man. listened. Um, you can live, you can pick any song off any album. He, he doesn't make bad music. Yeah. Every single song. Yeah, that's a true story. I don't know why it's, it's never been, I guess I'm probably just not listening to the correct thing. Like even, I mean, majority of the music I listen to is not the popular radio music. So yeah, you won't find it on the radio. I'm, Definitely I'm not. probably just missing the rap that I want and only there's, hearing what's on the radio. A, yeah, there's a little niche. And I've I've force fed it to Dave when he was young. So yeah. no doubt. No doubt. Just like when he was young, I used to stand him in front of a wall and fire soccer balls at him as hard as I could. And we, we used to <laughs> yeah. We <laughs> Someone else's house. That was the best part. Uh, but it was someone wall. else's house. I loved that wall. And that that, and that window wall. never broke. I don't understand. <laughs> It was like unbreakable glass. Yeah. Um, but the other thing, Kyle, I don't know if Kyle, you know this. We used to um, finish two liter bottles of soda. And then we would use the bottle as a bat and then the cap as a ball. Yes. And our tiny, we lived in this duplex in this tiny living room. And somebody would be the pitcher and somebody would be the batter. And you're throwing this little cap. Did you ever hurt each other with the cap? <laughs> I feel like if you got connected yeah. with that, it might might hurt. Almost right back at the pitcher. I'll pretend I mean, like I don't. Look <laughs> I mean, it depends. <laughs> yeah. That. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't think my wife ever did that because I'll do shit like that with my like my daughter has a a ball pit, and it's I don't know it's probably like two feet high and maybe like I don't know five feet in diameter and it's got you know just balls in it. you just throw the kid in it's fun but like i'll take the balls out and i'll set them over the side and i'll try to chip them in with yeah. my foot you know what i mean and my wife's like what are you doing <laughs> that shit is fun to me <laughs> we yeah yeah the, that reminds me of a couple of things i mean dave spent some uh, many a night with my brother and i in the basement 
setting up goals and playing like oh, very physical <laughs> soccer yeah. with like a mini ball in the it was, life, it was life or death against that couch man <laughs> yeah. and that like that would translate to like i remember the year you came to the beach with us we would we sat up on the uh the porch every night that week right. at the beach we had like an hour-long game on the porch man i will never forget <laughs> that trip what a great but, time i felt like uh, i was family then dude I, that was like the moment i was like i'm i'm in i'm a folks now <laughs> you were in long before that <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've lived with you like twice, uh, not by accident. It was just, I'm just, now I'm here. <laughs> I was a Paul Eddie for a couple of years, I think. <laughs> just would walk in, take shit out of the fridge, what's up, have dinner. That was their, that was their vibe though, man. They it just... was, man. It was just an open door. Like, mm-hmm. and they had, you know, I can four kids and it was just always chaotic in there, but it was like, that's how my home, that's how my home is now. Like it's crazy. But like anybody could walk in and off the street. I wouldn't even know because there's so many people already in the house. It's like yeah. sure, sit down at the table. Like yeah. I love that vibe. Yeah. When yeah. we moved in, like I- one of our friends was like, Hey, like it was like the first time we had invited people over. And uh, th- these are some of our like best friends down here. And she's like, Oh yeah, um, I'm gonna go through your cabinets. <laughs> just, just do it. And we were like yeah go, get, you know go for it make yourself at home <laughs> and yeah. you know you bond over stuff like that i remember i remember at their house they had these they had bowls um and they all matched and that was kind of cool but like it, they were so much smaller than i would think of a bowl it was i don't know whatever reason that stuck out to me and that's what they ate their cereal on and i'm like my cereal bowl is like this. Like, I'm supposed to, I don't know. It's just, and now I have the, tiny bowls. The bowl should be big enough to hold the entire box. <laughs> At least half. That's a bowl. <laughs> we just did whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I had, I mean, you, a, a few friends, I feel like lived at my house for a summer or whatever like it was always yeah. in or out at my, yeah. my house. isn't that crazy though, nice you too. Have a big family so yeah. like you would think that would be a burden like adding more to it but it i don't I even know, notice it, it. Seems nor it seemed like that was a good just idea like yeah more the merrier i guess yeah i want i want our and like our kids don't really have friends that come over like it's strange to me but you know that's, that's what they choose I, is that just like how it is now i don't know i think like, i think it is yeah. yeah like i couldn't imagine like man i was you know at your all's house a lot i was at michael's logan like yeah. i did anything to not be at my house but we couldn't connect though like they can talk to anybody anytime yeah, that's true yeah yeah it would be like wake up saturday morning and call like three or four friends and be like who's gonna let me come over because i live in the yeah. freaking boonies let's yeah. go do something <laughs> that was that was the cool thing though is that like your house was secluded it was up this long driveway by itself yeah. away from everything it was cool yeah hey. well, i don't know what in the world we were talking about oh we were talking about like sledding and shit like that this morning and then a couple other stories from childhood came up and at the end of the meeting one of the my coworkers was like i feel like kyle wins the um the like best childhood award out, out of like our people at the office or whatever, just from like the crazy things I kept telling them of like, 
shit that happened at Michael's house or yeah. uh, I don't know the you know I'm sledding at my house with like that crazy wooden sled or just like the big hills all around the fields and stuff like that and all that I remember uh, paintballing at your house I yeah. remember uh, the creek at your house and uh, I bought a paintball gun and everyone quit playing like a week later like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> Yeah, and I borrowed and borrowed and borrowed, and then I finally was like, "Okay, I'm getting one," and then everyone stopped playing. <laughs> yeah, sledding at Michael's house. His dad would hook up the tractor, and you'd ride behind that thing. That was yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. My dad does that with my nieces and nephews now. I never would have pegged him to do that, but he does it now. I remember chasing bulls at michael's house and building for some reason we were like you have this perfectly nice house that we can go down and like chill in your basement and watch movies but let's go out into your field and build tents out of cow shit so like we would go and just like dig like carry all this cow shit over to the woods and just like make these busted ass forts and be like yeah we can make it through the night and of course it fucking rains like <laughs> i know the exact night you're talking about right now I, I just remember we we like made a fire cooked and everything and then like we made this terrible fort like awful yeah. fort and then it freaking downpoured and we had <laughs> yeah. we had like a parachute tarp over us on the four-wheeler driving the four-wheeler back thinking it was gonna like cover us on the floor stupid yeah. I, I remember playing paintball at his house and we were up in that same field where we camped that night and we were like trying to come at it you know with the, this line of trees and i remember like not thinking at all what i was crawling through but i was like on my chest crawling you know army crawling through and then like after it was all said and done the game ended i was like just kind of looked down and realized I was just like all of us were crawling through cow shit for like an hour. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just grass. Yeah. That's that's what exactly. we would tell ourselves. Like, oh, it's just all they do is eat grass and then they poop it out. You're running through four wheelers and it's getting in your teeth. Eh, it's just grass. That's living. That's country. Yeah. My kids are soft. I feel like I'm soft now though. I feel like I'm I got out of all that. I remember it. Hey, I could bring it back like that. Plus, like, a lot of the military shit. Like, going through survival school, I was, like, the only country kid. And, like, <laughs> I still remember um, we got a rabbit and we killed it with a stick, like, over its head. And we were, like, cutting it. And our instructor was, like, showing us, like, you know. Was, and I'm like, yeah, I can do that. I got it. Done this before. And, like, one of the guys... <laughs> And our group was fucking throwing up. <laughs> I'm skinning a rabbit. Yeah, and like, you know, the nerves. Like, I've got this. I've got the fur. I've got all the skin off, and the legs are still fucking twitching. The head is gone, and he's just like fucking yakking. <laughs> we, we cooked it on a shovel because we didn't have anything else, so we just put it on a shovel over the fire. <laughs> he wouldn't eat it. <laughs> Oh, uh, good times. That was fun. That was like a camping trip. Everyone else was hurting. <laughs> but yeah, my kids couldn't do that. You know what I mean? I mean, they might, but they might be the guy that's thrown up. Could they uh, shit in the woods? 
I don't know if my kids have ever shit in the woods. Oh man, that's something I'm not necessarily proud of, but I've done. Hey, I mean, you have to sometimes. When you, when you work until you've shit in the woods. Yeah, like when I was working for the engineering firm, and you know, you're traveling, and yeah, I mean, you don't have a bathroom when you're out in the field, man. The outside is your bathroom, yeah. and I I remember I was in a Newburn, North Carolina. And uh, uh, you, we're you shit in their backyard. I can't uh, believe right, you. Right in their yard, dude. <laughs> oh, my stomach hurt so bad. I was like, you know, I'm, I'm not like that. Like I'll hold it until we get back to the hotel, and I just couldn't hold it. I was like, well, no, there's a river right here. That's my footprint. This year. Shit print. <clears throat> what? You're gonna go camping this year? Yeah, I got to. My kid. It just this conversation just let me realize that my kids have never shit outside. You got some woods behind you. Yeah, that's true. But you can go, can't, can't I want them to not see a house. I want it to be desperation. I want it to be like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And then they have to make that decision for themselves. Sure. Go down. Sure. Um, uh, you can camp anywhere up there. Never mind. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Um, Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Guessing with Dave. Let me guess where they're trying to move to. If I had to guess where the newlyweds, princes, shout out to princes, where they would move, I would think that they would move closer to Newburn to be near his parents. That's a Am good, I right, Kyle? That's a good no. guess. No. I mean, good guess. Yeah, but well, no. Um, they're just like moving like 15 minutes outside of town. Uh, First of all, are you fucking mountains. kidding me? He they he bought some land out there, or I guess there's a house on the land, but um, they wanted to move out farther away from town into the mountains. I think it's actually a town, uh, I want to say Churchville or something like that. Some kind of weird name like that. Beautiful family. I love the Princes, man. I just want to point out that guessing with Dave is over too. Yeah, but no one's. Re- <laughs> what was what was the first one? I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Logan bullshit! Like, oh, this band opened for Maroon oh. Five on, <laughs> on January fourth, nineteen ninety-eight. I had to or something. Yeah, I had to because um, I couldn't really hear his audio. I had to look up like who. Like Fritz and the Frantrums, and I'm like, what? Who is this? This is a band only Logan would know. And he's like, oh, they're huge now. They have songs on the radio. Like, hey, yeah, here, Logan. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. You fucking <laughs> foot vomit. Um. Well, that's cool. Good for good for Princey. I remember uh, I went down to see Bambi at ODU, and uh, I had friend of mine roll some blunts from me 
and I got lost uh, between Strasburg and Norfolk. Like off, I got like off the wrong exit or some shit. This was before Google Maps on your phone. Yeah, I had to like print MapQuest at Momo and Popo's house, and uh, <laughs> and so I got lost, and uh, so I. I eventually obviously got back on the highway. I get all the way down. I had smoked half a blunt by, by this time. I'm already fucked up. Uh, and I remember getting down there and I was like, hey, man, like I'm going to smoke the, the res is blunt. And he was like, hey, yeah, just, you know, do my room, leave the window open. I maybe took two puffs and uh, we were both like wigging out, like somebody's going to call the cops and shit like that. And we just got drunk instead. And that that's another great story, but I'll I'll wait until he's on. Because uh, last last time I saw Bambi, maybe we'll talk about it then. But it's when you guys came over and we tried to make a fire with wet wood. Oh, with fucking wet wood, dude! It, I can't get it out of my head now. It's in my head. I I'm always like, is the wood wet? <laughs> every boxes. piece of wood was wet, dude. All the pieces inside were wet. Every piece outside yeah. was wet. <laughs> So like, there, there's no fire. <laughs> this past summer we were camping. Logan, uh, my our friends Jake and Alex, all four of us, and uh, oh yeah, we realized that we didn't like you know a lot of these campsites tell you to either buy wood local or whatever, not Camp bring wood in. But we didn't bring anything. We didn't buy anything, whatever, and just so figured we didn't have any wood. Yeah, yeah, no wood, no hardwood. Yeah, no hardwood. Anyway, uh, found. Um, we figured we'd just find wood around the campsite, you know, light a fire, whatever. Cool. Plenty of all wood. of it, all of it was wet. And so um, my buddy Jake had this bright idea of pulling out the road flares to try to start the, the, the fire. Mm. And at one point we had three of these road flares going on top of this <laughs> fire. I'm telling you, the entire campground just just illuminated. Like, yes. <laughs> I was freaking out. I was like, we're going to burn down the forest. Like nothing happened, but it was, I, it was a moment of like, oh shit, we've, we've done fucked up. Hold up, hold up. You, all the wood around you was wet and you were worried that you were going to burn it down. Do you forest? not understand how <laughs> freaking bright and out yeah. of control this. It was, it was like were. daytime at nighttime. Yes. Last time we went camping, I can't remember where it was, but we, we took the kids and our, we only had one dog at the time, Claire. She's a black lab. Good dog. She's a great dog, uh, but she's super nervous. And like, we were there, we got there early in the morning and same thing, like you weren't allowed to bring your own wood and they're like, you got to buy wood. And I'm like, mm, there's woods around, but uh, we, you know, Jackie talked me into buying some wood, just like a pack, uh, all wet, wouldn't work. <laughs> But like we're walking around this, you know, the woods all day. Claire would not go to the bathroom. She wouldn't piss because she's like so nervous all the time. Wouldn't piss. I mean, it'd probably been like almost 24 hours since she'd piss. And so <laughs> we put the kids in their tent and then me and Jackie in a tent and Claire slept with us. Halfway through the night, I wake up and I'm like, fucking freezing man what is going i'm like i feel like is it raining i am fucking soaked she pissed all over me and i was like that's it pack up the car we fucking went home and woke up the kids 
Like, I can't deal with this shit. I did not want that dog in the first place. And it's just been oh, ass the whole time. I'm used, like, I grew up, we trained dogs at my grandpa's house. Like, he's like a hunting champion, uh, sponsored by Purina. Like, dogs have a purpose. And if they don't, like, I don't know. It's like, I'm not fulfilling what they're supposed to have. So if I don't have the time and the energy to give them to do that, I don't, I don't want them. Um, that's not how Jackie grew up with dogs. So uh, we always have, we've had dogs since we've been married. And, oh, Jackie. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's not a popular view. I will get one when I'm retired and it'll be the best fucking dog. Uh, but I, I don't really want dogs right now because I don't have time. And both my dogs are bad. Uh, They're not bad, man. I look at her in the eyes and every time I think of when she pissed on me. When I was deployed, she used to get freaked out because I wasn't there. So she'd jump in my bed and piss on my pillow. So, uh, yeah, cool. <laughs> It's great to have that in the house, right? <laughs> and, uh, Dude, gee, but yeah, both your dog, Luna, Luna, Luna is territorial. She is questionable at times, yeah. but the name Luna kind of comes with that. But Claire, she's That's a sweetheart. She's, she's a great she, dog. She wouldn't hurt a fly. She would not hurt a fly. That doesn't make her. But a great she'll dog. piss on one. She will piss on every fly. She will. Yeah. I uh, thought the same thing when we got. Kyber, I was like, dude, he's Australian Shepherd, hella smart. I'm at yeah. this dude's gonna be fucking reading books. And I look at him now, he's almost six months old, and I'm like, this fool is wild. I can't train. Like we we graduated puppy class and everything was cool and everything. And um we still go through like the motions of training him and basic stuff. And dude, he is just like, I don't care. I want to run and eat stuff and hump stuff. And yeah. like, you can't oh, train them man. until they're tired in like a lab or a, like Australian Shepherd. It takes a fucking lot to get them they tired. Don't, they don't, they don't tire. That's the problem yeah. is like, yeah. he, he doesn't quit. And that yeah, was Australian something like, I've watched. Cow dogs. Yeah. I've watched a ton of videos and yeah, that's the thing is they want to work. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, like to put that in the house, I feel like guilty. I'm like, God, your purpose on earth is to fucking work. It's like, like the robot that only serves butter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> what is my purpose? To pass the butter. Hmm. <laughs> See, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that to a dog. I don't feel guilty because it, you know, it's like motivation. Like, okay, well, if you're bored, then let's go for a walk or some shit. Like, let's yeah, go do something. I don't look at it like that because yeah. I, I, we, we wanted when Shotzi passed, even before Shotzi passed, we're like, you know, we know it's coming. He's getting old and we wanted another dog. And uh, when he passed, it was weird having one dog. Mm -hmm. um, so we were just like, we're going to look into Australian Shepherds. We want another very smart dog. Um, we want to, bigger dog not a huge dog but a bigger dog and um you know it i'm not this isn't to sound like i'm complaining about kyber because i'm not he, he's a brilliant dog he's beautiful very smart very loyal but he is still he's still in puppy phase where he's just rambunctious and go 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 and when he's not in full speed he's passed out on the floor there, there's no in between it's either he's full 100 percent or he's zero he's just chilling I like Kyle. I like Kyle.
when your song hold on came out um however long ago i had i was working at snme and i had that shit on repeat for like weeks and i was like i want to write a um i want to write bars for the first um verse and then i want to have send it i I wanted to send to you and then have you edit it so that your chorus like literally picked up right where i ended and then it went into you i I had this whole fucking thing schemed out no it was the one before that before that Mm mm-hmm I like I like Bay's song because it's more of a ballad. I wrote that one. It tells uh, it tells a nice little story. Yeah, he uh, that's he he delivers it really well. It's another interesting dude. (laughs) Yeah, we should get him on here. I haven't talked to that guy in a long time. He lives out in the woods alone. Like he (laughs) one for like he was like I wonder if I can just live off the land like with nothing like go into the woods for nothing for 30 days and he just did that uh yeah that's a that's a feat with like walking in with nothing in your pocket no backpack and just fucking figuring it out he added me to this facebook group and i'm cool with that like i'm a fan of it it's like i don't whatever dude whatever but it's also there's a bunch of people i don't know on there right and yesterday it's been probably a year or more since anybody's messaged anybody on that group and yesterday i get this message and it's like look what i just found on the internet and i open messenger and i see the picture and it's a video, like you have to click on it to play the video and it already looks sketchy because it's not from Bay, it's from somebody else. So I instantly am like, I don't know if I should click it. And the picture that they use is like a chick bent over, no pants. And you're like looking at it from a security camera. And I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna click on this shit. But I kinda wanna click on it. And then like, like someone got hacked. <laughs> and then I swear to you, 30 minutes later, Sorry guys, phone got hacked. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, dude. I, he's like, don't click the link. He's like, new phone, who this? Yeah, no, new phone, who this? Like, get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> he, anyway, he, I clicked yeah. on the link. Phone exploded. Got a new phone. It was worth it though. Let's, yeah. let's, get, let's get back to it. All right, so sports. We're gonna talk about a little bit of sports. Yesterday, last night. Well, yesterday and going into last night, uh, the She Believes Cup, Brazil walked all over Argentina. Uh, Brazil, yeah, Brazil looked tough, man. They look really good. And USA pulled away from Canada, 1-0. Uh, Lavelle Rose came through late in the game with a nice goal. Canada looked really good. Um, it, was a, it was a lot of uh, even play. There were definitely definitely times where Canada should have gone up, and I was sitting on my couch like, "You got to be kidding me!" That Canada's getting away with some of the stuff that they're, some of the plays that they were pulling. Uh, but USA snuck one out. They subbed in. I forget what minute it was. It was like somewhere between the 60th and 70th minute. They subbed in Alex Morgan off the bench. 
Alex Morgan, Kristen Press, and Lavelle Rose. Off the bench, like how deep is your squad that that is your change. bench? Yeah. <laughs> that is ridiculous. And Canada is deep too. They, they have a, a crazy roster as well. It was a great game. I, I, I'm glad that I got to watch it. Uh, but yeah, that's going on. Uh, Alex I think the Morgan's USA only plays. what a year removed, not even yeah. having a and baby. She, she just had a kid. Like, yeah. man, Crazy. incredible! I love watching uh, our women's teams play. They're 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 just awesome. They're really oh, cool. It's I yeah, genuinely dumb. enjoy watching women play more than the men because they just I feel like they, they actually stay on their feet more and they just they, they don't just go and go and go. Fuck, dude, they will get hit and tackled. And just bounce right back up. They're like, oh, yeah, whatever. Nothing yeah. to it. And the men were just like, oh, my God, you breathed on me too hard. Uh, broken leg. Yeah, let me dive five. Yeah, it, it's. If we paid the men less, they maybe they would perform like the women's. Hey, not Crazy a bad the difference in pay. That is nuts. Yeah, it's not fair. It's, it's bullshit. Especially the U.S. The women are yeah, way. going to have multiple World Cup trophies and still make like less than half of the men's. Yeah. Yeah. And and yes, disrespect to the men's. Like get better. Right. Please, I need like, it. Take it more serious. I don't understand, dude. I think like, they're I, on the verge. I mean I feel like I've been saying this my whole life, but they I truly think they're on the verge <laughs> right now. That's that's the thing it. that was like, oh they're doing it this year, you know, every well, you four years. At, they're, they're you going, got Pulisic, you know, Reyna, Pulis- McKinney. He, he, Yes, I I hear you on that, and I'm a big fan of all those guys you just listed, and mad respect. I, you're right; they it, the direction is changing. But who does who's to say that Brazil isn't training the next Ronaldinho? You know, I don't care like, about that though. I, I just want us to get back in the cup and make a run. Like it, it doesn't matter what Brazil's doing. I, just to, the way we failed four years ago, or however long it's been, like. <laughs> When we didn't even make it? Yeah. Being a U.S. men's soccer fan is the exact same as being a Dallas Cowboys fan. I knew you were going to say that. All the talent in the world on one field and can't put it together. And the U.S. men go worse. one or two immediately. Like, I think we should just start the game one now and just get it over with. When Brian McBride was still on there, that pool was like – this is this is just how you play. Like, no excuse. Just go out there, get it done. Him and Landon Donovan, I think I feel like had the same idea. Just like go, just go win. Yeah, Lexi Lawless. Yeah, the cares about all that other stuff. But yeah, um, so how good each individual is. And yeah, that's that's together. how I feel. Like Strasburg is like we have good individual talent, but we can't win for shit. That's leadership, you know what I mean. The other competition that's going on is the UEFA Cup, which is another huge tournament for soccer. Very so, entertaining. I was thinking about the Champions League this week because it's always been one of those things that is like, it is massive, but I've never been able to truly follow it the way I feel like it deserves because of the no. game times, yeah. because it's during the week. And so growing up, like, I always would try to rush home from school and try to catch like the last 20 minutes of the game and be like, yeah whatever and uh i worked with a guy that um 
was from Germany, grew up in Germany, played for NC State, and I worked with him my last job in Raleigh. And he and I, he was a huge soccer fan. He, and talk about it all the time. And he was like, they live for Champions League. Like, yeah, they watch the League Cup, you know, all the league games and stuff, but like lived for it. And they would, their families would get together, you know, like, and obviously it's different there. It's prime time and they just live and breathe soccer there. But like, I just felt like I missed out on that. Like, and even still, like, it's on freaking what CBS, I don't know, whatever streaming, yeah. like, yeah, such a worldwide thing that, like, why is it not? I don't know. I wish I, I, I always looked more, at but. it as um, it was like the runner up to the World Cup. World Cup, billions of viewers. You know, yeah. people talk about the Super Bowl being big. Oh, yeah. It doesn't compare. The World Cup dwarfs it. Yeah. Well, UEFA does the same thing. They that's another enormous competition. You, you have the instead of the World Cup where you have nations playing, you have clubs playing. The same players. Same players. Different teams. Different yeah. teams. That's all it is. So instead of following like England or Brazil or Argentina or whoever, you're following like Real Madrid, Juventus, AC Milan, even some like smaller clubs like these Greek teams that aren't as well known um, also in the competition. And man, it, I mean, it's, they take it so serious. They put the best talent out in the fields because they want to win it. It's a huge accomplishment to make it even to the finals, let alone win it. Yeah. I tell you what, I got to watch the, um, a couple games the other day, I I watched uh, clips from the Manchester United game. They looked great. They played uh, Real Sociedad, and they looked they looked really good, uh, right in form. But of course, come the EPL, they don't look as sharp. Um, but it is what it is. And then I also got to watch the Barcelona game, which I thought was going to be a little bit closer than what it was. Uh, Messi and Barca fell quite short uh, to Mbappe, who had a hat trick. <laughs> And it was at Camp Nou, which is Barcelona's home stadium. And Mbappe just rushed house. Yeah, I've seen people saying that this it was the type of game that Mbappe would have gotten a standing ovation from Barca fans without the game. Without a dude is on another planet. (laughs) I mean, it it was it was clear as day. And and he's only like 22 years old. Yeah. Like man. You know who else is like out of this world and came out of nowhere last year was uh, Allen or however you say his name, Erling Allen. And there's talk of him uh, go- coming to Chelsea this summer. So, uh, man, there's always talk. <laughs> there's always hey, but he'd be talk. a good fit there. Truly would be. I just want to point out Allen was the name of my first band in high school. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Do you remember that? Oh, how could I forget, man? He had stickers on the cars. And, oh, so well, they fun. they had uh they had Joe Mama stickers and Island written in like the paint that you put on yeah, windows. Yeah, no, I remember. We were, making, we were making fun of the car club that existed in Strasbourg. Yeah. And I feel like Jason was in the car club. Dude. Jason was. Derek was. Like they all were. Like they had hydraulics on their cars and like custom paint. Like, can you can you not do that? Like, we love you, but like, that hurts. 
And what they would just drive around the the block. Have, could you imagine go from Seven Eleven over to? Oh, they yeah. take the Winchester. What's what's the population the of like juniors in high school in Strasburg in that year? And now multiply that by people who can customize their cars, or I guess divide that. Uh, I'm good at science, and and that's your car club right there. There was like four people, I think. Something like that. There were some. They had some cool cars. I would never put my money into it, but that's what they were into. And like, I loved a lot of those dudes. You know what I mean? But like, also, I love just being the guy that pokes the bear. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. We had that too. Kyle had a sweet car. Kyle, had a, God, that Nissan, Kyle. I had that, that Versa. That's a piece of shit. I would take my Wrangler over that any day. Hey man, teach their own, you know? <laughs> that My Wrangler, um, a few months ago, uh, actually a year ago or whatever, my dad sold it, but to an uh, extended family member and uh, it got rolled and totaled. Ooh. Yeah. Dang. Um, everybody was all right. Yeah, everyone I, was okay. Um, I don't know if there was any like whiplash or anything like that, like any mm. extended injuries, but I think the kid was trying to avoid a uh, a deer instead of just demolishing it because that Jeep would have just tore a deer to shreds and yeah. uh, and then yeah rolled it and and they were putting a ton of work into it and I think they were actually literally driving back from like buying a new part for it like um, like really in the middle of rebuilding it sad but. my my favorite car it was mom's. Was the Bronco? Let me guess. Oh yeah, I was gonna guess. I would have been one for two, but you spoiled it. So whatever. <laughs> Not gonna give you that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Bronco too. What a, that, what a vehicle. That was the. I have some inappropriate stories. Um, maybe on another episode. I remember uh, that was the first vehicle I learned how to drive a manual in. Yeah. I, I was living with my mom, and papa, and mom told me she's like if you can if you can drive it in the driveway if you can move it forward and backwards i'll let you drive it to school this was after roy had just destroyed the clutch yeah no first gear like it wouldn't work yeah and uh, i was like oh yeah i can, I can roll forward and roll backwards I mean, on a hill like straight up yeah so oh and papa uh, that's how i learned how to drive i went out with him and he took me on back road and he's like all right get up this hill um but so i i remember um you know i'm going to school one day and i get to the middle of strasburg i was making a left i was going to stop at food line and i put it in first gear and mom had told me that first gear was kind of jacked up but she didn't like explain just how bad I go to take off and it pops out of first gear. It, it's, it's a loud noise. Like it, it's like, bam, pops right out. And um, of course, you know, it's like my first time yeah. driving a manual. I'm still new and uh, unaware of what's going on. And uh, it scared the shit out of me. Of course, it was a tough lesson learned, but yeah, that was a great vehicle. I had that Mercury Cougar too. I like driving that. It had no brakes. My dad, like drove it to the house and there was no brakes. He had to use the e-brake to like get it. <laughs> was that car red? 
No, it was blue. The the uh, the metro was red, but it was blue. The very first one. Oh I yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah. I yeah. was uh, what you call afraid to ride with you. Yeah, I like. Uh, yeah, it was not enjoyable. Especially, <laughs> especially fast speed. Like that was fun. That was a fun car. Um, <laughs> what about you, Kyle? What, what's been your favorite car, Kyle? Kyle. I'm listening. Hold on. Kyle. Dave. Dave. Um, I don't know. I miss my Wrangler. Yeah. I've only had three cars. Wrangler, Versa, and uh, you know, we have a Corolla and a CRV right now. And I don't really drive either of them because we can't go anywhere. So I don't know what car's mine. <laughs> Kyle's favorite car is his bike on the wall behind him. Yes. <laughs> I bought a it's a, that it's, one. It's a it's a one seater, uh, manual transmission. <laughs> Suspension uh, is uh, it. Well, let me just put it. It it runs like a top. But here's the thing: is you got to run it. It it doesn't run on its own. You are the engine for this. It could be yours today for fourteen million dollars. Sign right here. Yes, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, I bought that uh, 96 F-150. It's such a fun truck to drive. Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, you feel, and it's a five-speed, and it you feel everything. And I took uh, Anna out, <laughs> and this is when, like, the term boomer came out. And she said, uh, and I had not heard the term, but I figured it out. <laughs> Old. Yeah, she was like, I was like, what do you think of this? And she was like, truck month. And she just kept saying, like, truck month over and over to make fun of me. And then she called me a boomer. I was like, damn, I'm not even close. You're a, you're a boomer. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fun truck to drive, man. You just fucking feel everything. My dad just picked up an old Tacoma. Ooh, nice. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet, but that's what I want. I want a new Tacoma because I'm a high-class broad. I want all the gizmos and gadgets, sunroof, uh, two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive. I don't need it. I uh, but they don't, they, don't, they don't make them in manuals anymore. They're, they're kind of hard to find. I know. And my brother's I my Tacoma, family. he bought three, four years ago, three years ago. It's a manual. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah it's a pretty decent transmission, too. It's not bad. I don't miss selling cars uh, even the slightest. It was one of the worst jobs I've ever had. I learned a lot, but yeah. the stress of being in sales is if you're not ready for it, it, it'll eat you alive. And I wasn't ready for it. I didn't know what to expect, thought I could get away with it. And I'm just not a pushy person, man. If you, you expect me to convince somebody to spend $50,000 on something they don't fucking need, I don't know. I'm not your guy. Yeah, I was, I was kind of the same way in mortgages. I was just like, this is when rates were like just starting to go up. And like this dude, best I could do for him was like a 7.1%. Pretty high. I'm going to, I gave that deal away. I would have made a couple grand on it. I gave it away. And that's when I was like, I need to get out. It's not That's the me. thing, man. Like we had competitions um, within the dealership and it was through, it wasn't through Toyota. It was through our dealership and the top eight 
salesmen like go on this full paid vacation through uh you know their sponsor and um you know it's a it's a big deal it's taken very serious and all you know you have veteran salespeople that have been there for 15 20 years and they they don't play games like that's they make a bunch of money mm-hmm. and they've been doing it for a long time that's, that's the, just that that's how they make their money right me being there for a year and a half or two years like it's still brand new to me i don't have the customer base that somebody that's been there for even 10 years has like repeat customers are are extremely important and uh i remember i hit like multiple people you know there's markup in cars um whether you want to believe it or not there there definitely is some brands have more markup than others toyota and honda don't necessarily mark their cars up eight ten thousand dollars like certain brands but I would just hit people in the face with sticker. I would like, wouldn't budge at all. I'd be like, here's, here's your $600 car payment for 72 months at a 6% rate. And people are just like, man, that's a good deal. Like I will never have a car payment. And I'm like, and and somebody that has a car, exactly. Is somebody that has a car payment, you know how much my car payment is less than $200 a month. Like, When I was buying a car, I was like, I'm not paying over $200 a month. It's ridiculous. And I've sold people like thousand, over a thousand dollar a month car payment. Yeah. Just keep, and people are just like, yeah, whatever. Now, granted, there are people out there with a bunch of money and they'll come buy a $45,000 car in cash. Yeah, that that happens fun. every day, all day. That happens. But not everybody is like that. And you see some messed up credit reports and banks and dealerships they're just like yeah we'll, we'll bury people in this car they're gonna live in this car they're not gonna have anything left because they're gonna lose their house trying to provide for this car like it, it's it's nuts I and i just it's yeah. it's hard to sleep at night knowing that you've done that done that to somebody i mean it's just i'm just not built for that i talk a lot of people out of buying houses <laughs> i think i did the same with cars man it's just like yeah. you know I just lost like three grand. That sucks. <laughs> it's just, I, yeah, it wasn't for me, man. Like, yeah, it, I know it's. I, a, I have the nice utmost thing. respect for people that stay in the in any sales, not just cars, but in any sales for for a career. It is yeah. tough, man. The public is tough. The quotas are tough. It yeah. is a cutthroat world, and uh, if you stick it out, I mean, it can be extremely rewarding. There's oh, no yeah. doubt about that. But it, it's brutal, and it, some of my some of the best people I've met down here in Charleston have come from the car world. I mean, they they're just extremely loyal people, just like us. And uh, uh, you know, they're they're people I, I like to stay in contact with. Yeah. Don't have any reason why not to quit. You know what I mean? I mean, they, they're just good people. The people in the industry, it just wasn't for me. Yeah. Yeah. I could never do it. No way. I mean, I never really have the closest thing. What? I love the hustle. Like uh, that was fun. Yeah. Like catching the kill. But then you're just like, oh no, it doesn't taste good. <laughs> yeah. The the closest thing I ever got to it is such a smaller scale than that. But the I worked at Eddie Bauer for I don't know, maybe a year. And uh if you you know, you always had to like try to sell them the stupid rewards card, which that wasn't a big deal. 
But when you did that, it would then also pop up a thing on the screen that say if they're pre-approved for a credit card or not. And like they like really even if it was a retail job, what the fuck did I care? But like they would push you to like, you know, get people on credit cards, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I would see it and I'd look up at the person. I'm like, you don't need this credit card, but I have to ask you. <laughs> yeah. To the question I'm about to ask you. <laughs> but with all that being said, you know, sales in that high energy world that sales is, it did teach me one valuable lesson in that stress is just as big as you make it because in the car business, you know, you've got 10 managers and they're all down your throat every single day, every single second. Like you don't get a break. They're nonstop. And um, when I went into the car world, I was petrified of managers. I wanted to be the guy that showed up early, stayed late, did everything right. Never want to get in trouble. And I have can't tell you how many times I got yelled at for for doing exactly that, man, for for being nice to people like they, they don't they want that money, man. They're there to run a business, to keep the lights on, to sell whatever. And uh, when you let somebody slip right out um, without making a sale, I mean, they're going to they're going to fucking crush you. And ever since I got out. Every single manager, I have looked at them with more respect. And uh, I, I just don't, I don't want to say that I don't take anything because I know when to pick my fights, but I definitely look at things a lot differently. Like we're human beings. We breathe the same air. We're, we're not against each other here. You know, I'm, I'm, if we're working for the same company, then we obviously want the best for the company. Let's work together. Not make each other's lives worse yeah so they won't work in sales i'd say the best lesson i learned was the answer is always no unless you ask mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. sometimes no yeah yeah hearing no uh to someone who's competitive you learn to let go of your ego a little bit because sometimes the, the answer is no that's right that's exactly right but uh yeah, anyway, I think it's sidetracked by sales because it's a rough world. And yeah, uh, I'm, no, I'm no help in sports right now. Like, You know, I, I've been reading about – well, I haven't read shit because I can't read, but I've been seeing um, – there's a baseball player that signed like a huge contract, 14 years, $340 million, something like that. Peasant money, um, but yeah. Pretty, pretty awesome. When that, when that guy, I can't remember that guy's name, but when he signed that contract, I saw um, someone post on Twitter that like with that contract, because he signed with San Diego, with the taxes whole O in California, he whole O over $200 million in taxes. <laughs> Heavy money. I, w- I wish I was on the level where I was like, yeah, I owe $200 million in taxes. None of that will go to any school. That's the best part. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, terrible. So terrible, dude. I have a question for you guys. If you had a rap name, what would it be? And I kind of do already have one, but let me hear it. I mean, I'm I'm West VA. That's decent. That's all right. 
time. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not blown away. What about you, Kyle? I know it's an on the spot question. What do you got? No idea. That's a weird name, but I like it. Yeah, there you go. Hey, no name, no idea. <laughs> Welcome to the stage. Uh, the first radio show I had in college, um, my my DJ name was awful, but it was Quiet K, and you can tell because I definitely will just let that's pretty you know, good. I'll talk for a while and whatever, and listen more. I like that. Uh, that's pretty good. There you go. That's pretty dope. Mine uh, would be uh, chalk. Chalk. Either either chalk or kilowatt. Those are my two rap names. I like sidewalk chalk. Sidewalk chalk. Sidewalk, okay. sidewalk chalk. It's why, not, why chalk? I don't know. Because he's white. Yeah, I feel like it's self-explanatory. I know. I was just trying to see what you'd say. Well, white's already taken. So. Uh, uh, yeah, he can keep it. Yeah, I don't... I'm, I'm kind of over the Lils. I think it should have died with Lil Wayne. I said, you know, I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's on them. I don't the people that like have the name. I don't think they give it to themselves. Yeah. What's the best rap name right now? Uh, oh man, tough question. I'm liking the baby because it's fun to say. Uh, he's a good rapper too. I like him. He's good. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'll have to get back to you on that. All right, next episode. I, I like. I like. Uh, I mean, I can't help but like two ch- two chains. That's fair. That's a good one. This fool. Uh, just to give you a little backstory on two chains. You know, his name was Titty Boy. Yeah. And then from what I hear, is he wanted a name that would be more um appropriate for like families like a more of a household name so he's like i i'm wearing two chains I'm, why not two chains? There. yeah we saw him perform live in norfolk uh it was the only time where i felt like i was the only white person in the building and l'oreal l'oreal and bambi were with me and uh God, this was so long ago. I, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, we were in Norfolk, and Meek Mill opened up for him, and Two Chains performed. He was the main artist, and uh, Pusha T came out as a feature. Damn. Yeah, it was nuts, dude. And uh, the one takeaway is, uh, I'm a fan of Meek Mill now. I feel like he has grown as an artist and as a human i think he's a better human than what he used to be um as in like giving back to his people um that's because of jay-z i mean he's that's because that's because yeah you 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 better if you know jay-z you better learn from jay-z yeah um but when we saw him this was like way back in the day and he was so angry at that microphone Uh he i mean was yelling that's the crap. It was like, like, dude, I like your music, and you're screaming it at me, man. Just yeah. sing it. It's <laughs> like you can't perform like this when you're in the studio. That's it doesn't sound like this at all. <laughs> that I was raised by the stop sign, like that shit. Like, he, he's a <laughs> oh, uh, Kyle. Speaking of another one, uh, Nipsey Hussle. You should listen to him too. He's another good. One. 
Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Do you guys have anything else to add? Uh, that was my last – sports was my last topic. Um, and we've been, we've been going for a minute here, so. No, I'm, I'm good. This is always fun. Uh, I never know what to expect. I like not knowing the topics, so. We'll keep it that way. Yeah. L'Oreal couldn't believe that your uh, glass ketchup bottle thing was off the top. She was like, is this scripted? I was like, Wes isn't scripted. <laughs> this is just this is just him. <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to sleep for like an hour. <laughs> so mad about that. Yeah. No, this is, this is always fun. I have no idea uh, what to expect, and I never know. You know, hopefully you keep pushing uh, and making. You know, I'd like to see more stuff put out. I think three or five posts a day. Uh, oh, you want you you want me to up it? I think you should. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, I want to see some YouTube. I want to see some Insta. I got to get on the YouTube thing. Video. I will definitely push the Instagram. Yeah. No, but this is this is fun. I, I, I won't say like I hate Kyle less now, so that's good. Yeah, no doubt. Oh. No doubt. <laughs> and. And I was going to end this with love. I was going to tell you all, you know. You're unhateable. We hate Kyle less and we hate Logan more. (laughs) (laughs) I think it has really worked out. If you guys like this episode of Deaf Dialogue, please continue to stream us on any major platforms wherever podcasts are available and go to Instagram at Deaf Dialogue. Follow us, spread the word, comment on our page, any ideas that you want us to talk about or you think we made a mistake somewhere please let us know keep spreading the word thank you for listening